Destiny Nelson. Hey, y'all. I'm Dennis Hong. And this is Help! I'm an Entrepreneur, a podcast for those who have taken on the challenge of entrepreneurship and who love tips and advice from successful entrepreneurs who have overcome tricky obstacles along the way. Today, I have Dennis Hong, a co-founder of Pattern, a business that completely changed the dynamic between how retailers like Amazon and Walmart handled returns, turning products that ended up in landfills into a sustainable, low-cost experience for shoppers, also known as green purchasing. In talking to other entrepreneurs, there seems to be a huge gap between the expectations of entrepreneurship when it comes to the weight of the day-to-day on your mental well-being. At times, it can be a heavy load, even heavier than many would like to admit. Can you relate to that? 100%. The mental load, I'm not the type of person that tells people to go and work like 80-hour weeks. I think that's absurd. By the time like at the end of the week, you're like, crap, I got to do this again and again and again. And in my opinion, in that 80 hours of work that you're doing, how much of the work that you're doing is considered fruitful? But then if it's not, then you need to figure out like what works best and then like kind of like keep putting pressure on that. I'd say the hardest mental load for me for the longest time, and I'm still trying to figure out, is what to do next. What do you do next? Like, do I focus on just the daily stuff? Do I focus on business development? What, what do I do next? There's a lot of things that, especially for early stage entrepreneurs, that you have to do, your, that you have to try to figure out yourself, mm-hmm. right? And figuring out what to do next is so important. And what I found was the activity that you're doing has to be related to like building new business and finding new customers. And if it's not related to that, then it can be placed, it can be put on the back burner. That's the one, that's the one thing that I'd say, like just trying to figure out what to do next and what's the most important. What's the best way you found to keep yourself out of the silo of some of those entrepreneurial mental challenges that many of us have to go through? For me, like find a hobby, like find a hobby that doesn't, is not really, doesn't work. And my hobby is actually uh, working out. Like I try to work out at least twice a day and that's my goal. So recently, me and my brothers have been picking up running lately. So on top of normally working out, we also have been running too because we're trying to train for the BMW Marathon in December. Oh, that sounds yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, no, like <laughs> I, don't, I don't even like running. I don't even like running, but I think I enjoy the results of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like working, right? Like it's not that I don't love work. I don't like the bogged down part, but I love seeing the results of it. Like being able to finish the marathon. I'm just trying to finish the marathon. Like it's it's hard. Like running is tough. Like this is probably the toughest thing I've been like working towards so far. And then for your marathon, do you focus on the what's next part? So like if you do finish the marathon, are you trying to like oh, keep going to the what's oh, next? Oh, 100 percent, It's not. It's not. It doesn't stop there. Like I'm not like. It seems like there's an entrepreneurial aspect to your hobby. Oh, 100%. It, it, it has to do with the mental resilience because I, in my opinion, I think that running is uh, 95% of it is mental because for me, my body's like, Dennis, stop. What are you doing? Please. And then, um, I don't know. I've been like really into, he's a bit of a strong guy, but his name is David Goggins. I read his book. It just taught me so much about mental resilience. And it taught me about how like people are stronger than how they perceive themselves to be. And he has this rule called the 40% rule, where essentially if you think you're at your peak, you're not, you're only at 40% and you can keep going and going and going. And another thing is essentially what he describes as a split second decision. Like if you have a decision to make, don't beat it around the bush decide in one second either yes or no and that's what i've been trying to focus on lately how much can i push past that 40 percent and then that one second decision mm-hmm. like yes or no yeah that's really interesting yeah. you know what i'm what i'm finding too as i speak to more entrepreneurs is the mentality between 
when you're working, right? You have your business, but you also have your hobby is none of us ever stop mm -hmm. in anything that we're doing. Mm -hmm. We just keep going. Yeah. And, you know, like I really think working out and running at least mm -hmm. has helped me significantly on the business side oh, yeah. to be more mentally resilient and just to understand that business takes time, mm -hmm. right? It's just like working out. It takes time. Does it help you, you know, back to the question, you know, keeping yourself out of the silo, does it help you work through things? Do you get to think, you know, while you're running, do you think through different things about the business or do you just keep your business out of your mind when you're running? I think I keep my business out of my mind when I'm running, right? It's kind of like, I treat it as me time, like kind of like me time. Instead of like, it's like an hour a day, two hours a day, I put down my phone and not worry about order, sale, talking to customer. And that for me is just like valuable because I know that, hey, I'm doing something for me. As Dennis highlights, many early stage entrepreneurs often wear so many hats that their workload can quickly turn into 80 hours or more. So he found that focusing on building new business and finding new customers was his best bet for keeping the mental load of what to do next more manageable. That said, many entrepreneurs struggle to stop the daily grind, but we've learned with both guests so far the power of setting aside entrepreneurial me time. Through the power of exercise, Dennis also shows that the mental resilience that he's building through his hobby applies just as well to his business, sharing the knowledge that you're likely stronger than you perceive yourself to be. Now imagine the strength that it takes to sift through hundreds if not thousands of pallets of return merchandise from QVC, Nordstrom, and the like. Our next episode will cover how Dennis was able to create that very first large business relationship. What does it take to be a successful partner with them? And how much warehouse space do you really need? Find out next time. You can find out more about Dennis on LinkedIn and find out more about his company at pattern.io. That's P-A-T-T-U-R-N.io. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast at helpimanentrepreneur.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify for the opportunity to get early access to episodes and to get answers to your entrepreneurial questions from our guests and more. See you next time.